Wait, so Great before stuff. we go. Yeah. Um, oh, shit, are we? Fuck. Yeah, we're just go. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, this is the way I should talk, right? Does this sound, this is the sweet that spot? Is, that is the part of the mic you're supposed to talk into. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to fuck up no more, guys. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Toast Podcast. My name's Corey. I forgot what that was for a second, and I'm here with my co-host, <laughs> someone, uh, Tommy. Hi. <laughs> Tommy's, Tommy's here, too. I was waiting but for I you to say my, name. Uh, say my name. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> Dennis. Hey, toasters and co-hostage. <laughs> Hello. And hello, I, hello, Adam. Uh, Corey, I just want to check. Uh, has quarantine given you a little bit of uh, amnesia? <laughs> Seems like you forgot your own name. You said, I feel "Like I, I forgot, forgot I forgot how to introduce the podcast." Not my oh. own name. We made um, it though. Yeah, we made still it. Here, here. Right, guys? It's pretty good intro. Yeah. I think. Um. So anyway, this is the news episode, our weekly news episode, where we pick four We're top back. stories. Pick four of the top stories in the. Uh, world of movies and we discuss those and you know if you want to get you want to get other stories other news stories you can go fuck yourself damn <laughs> that's damn. not uh all of the toaster saying that but that's hey. a one man but alone just saying um, rough rough and so anyway, the movie love tommy what are the four headlines we're talking about all righty i was waiting for you to ask me uh, so first one is called uh, My Spy, more like Amazon Spy, the Dave Bautista action comedy set to be acquired by Amazon Studios for streaming. Ooh. Whoa. Do you want to talk about that? What's going on with that yeah, one? Yeah, let's talk about it. Should we? Yeah, let's do it, guys. Do you, does someone want to fill everyone in on how much we've talked about this damn movie already? Oh, yes. If you go back to episodes 24, 32, 38, and 47, we don't even have that many episodes. But I'll take your we, word for it. We have actually talked about this so many times because they've pushed this movie back countless times. It was supposed to come out last year, then earlier this year, and then I want to say like this week. But no, no, Corona's taken down the Batista. And uh, we're going to be seeing this movie on Amazon, but... We don't know if we're going to be paying for it or if it's going to be considered an Amazon exclusive. Interesting, yeah. yeah. It'd be nice if they just tossed it on the Amazon Prime because that would be a cool little bonus there. Remember they, when they told us that they were not releasing it because it was too much Batista between that and Stuber? Yeah, I think they said, oh shit, we can't give too many shitty movies starring Drax in the same month. <laughs> I will Fair say, enough. Dennis... Didn't uh didn't your girlfriend see the go to the premiere of this or something? Actually, that's funny because I was going to bring it up. So, um, uh, my girlfriend she's works with the creative team on the children's um, YouTube channel slash brand, uh, the Gem Sisters, and they primarily create kids content. Um, they there was at one point some some pages might have crossed a desk of. A possible audition for the role of the main character, but clearly didn't didn't go that way. The film is completed. There's trailers out of the cast as it is, but uh, yeah, 
that was kind of it, it was cool to see that um see that that early and then watch the movie come down the pipeline and get made you know interesting to see how it comes out not expecting a whole lot but well it looks like from the article here my spies already played in canada you ready for, do you see this in early march just before the pandemic making around two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> well no that's not bad for right around the pandemic time <laughs> and then i mean it's also made a ton of money a uh, bulk of it was from its release in australia but it made 4.4 4 million within australia mexico uk croatia <laughs> germany netherlands hong kong and new zealand but the thing is i feel like that probably made more money than onward made in the box office and that's a disney pixar movie mr batista there is can alone is going to bring people yeah. to the theaters you know right. yeah what I mean, do you uh, sense? sorry no you go ahead what how do you guys feel about dave as an actor i say dave because i'm so close with him i've seen, yeah, seen a few movies of his uh i feel like honestly i feel like he hasn't found his right sweet spot yet he has guardians and then i got him other jobs and i don't i don't see it he's no Dwayne. I, I feel like you get more out of him in um oh my god i'm drawing a total blank uh the sci-fi movie he's in for a few minutes Blade um Runner? Yes, thank you, Blade Runner. There's there's a little bit other than just Drax and there's more than Drax in there. That's for well, sure. I think th- this is just a thought just popped in my head, so I'm gonna say it out loud, and we'll see where it goes. Um, with with Batista, Mister Batista, because I don't know him as well as Adam does, um, <laughs> which is zero. <laughs> uh, I think that there's a. I'm trying to think of the. Not a handcuff, but like uh, pre. Uh, oh, I can't. My brain's not working right now. Um, the between him and the Rock, like I think people have this this already idea of what the Rock does and what he can do, and then they see Batista and they're like, oh, he's a similar, you know, coming from a similar background, and so they have expectation of batista based on what they've seen in the the rock and what his films have been doing so when he comes out with stuber like i mean yeah he was at drax in, in the guardians movies but that i don't think that role really demonstrates what he can do because it's just one role and we've seen him what in three movies as drax true yeah and then we saw one movie of his of his in stuber and you, like I said, the expectation is out there already for The Rock and and other other wrestler turned uh, actors in the movies. And you see all those different roles that they've played. And you have Batista come in, and if he's not up to that standard that we have already with with The Rock and other uh, wrestlers, it's not. He's you know, it's. I don't think it's going to be. It's going to hurt his career. I and you got to remember how Dwayne the Rock Johnson had to be the Rock for the while, yeah, to sell to be in movies, and they weren't That's great true. movies until like maybe ten, like five and a half years after. Yeah, mm-hmm. but also this comparison that's being made is something Batista's going to have to overcome because he's not at all like the Rock, not really. They're both like oh, have no. that general story of being wrestlers, but I think that Batista is a more serious actor. Definitely. Because I, I think I, I would even take that so far as to say that even comes over a little bit from their wrestling personalities too, right? Like The Rock was a lot, was larger than life and was a very big character. 
Yeah, Dave Bautista is not not that. He's it's a much more serious, menacing presence, and I feel like that's what he got initially. But it can translate into other things, which is why I brought up the Blade Runner example. Is that you know still has that intimidating moment, but it can have a little more of a soft and, side to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, then that leads me to think that Stuber might not have been the best movie for him to do at the time because it, that's a comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. It, it probably made sense on paper to everyone yeah. making the movie. Like, right, hey, right. this is something that should generate a lot of money. But, you know, when you... <laughs> that's because most people in Hollywood are followers and they're stupid. And if you're him, you're not going to say, yeah, I'll turn down this... Yeah, it's fired big, Hollywood. Uh, Sorry, I don't... The big up-and-comer like Kamal. Right, right, right. But uh, could I jump in before we leave the story? Uh, yeah. For a crossover. Better be fast because All we're right. going to leave soon. Crossover talk uh, with my other podcast that we spoke of last time. We spoke of this one, uh, Shrekcast. Uh, we said that Shrek wasn't relevant, but last oh, week there was two oh, shows, God. Bob's Burger and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, made reference to Mr. Shrek. That's all I'm saying, guys. Shrekcast <laughs> coming soon to Google Play. How is that relevant to this story? Oh, last time we talked about this movie, I've mentioned... Oh, man, at the end of the trailer, they, they referenced the Shrek wedding dance scene. Oh, boy, I love Shrek. <laughs> All right. It sucks because I'm not editing anymore, so that's being cut out. <laughs> no, it's no, probably going to be in there. I don't edit as much as you do, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> the flaws oh, will be good. revealed. Um, Ooh, what's yes. the next story, though, Tommy? <laughs> so the next story we got for you guys, um, it looks like AMC Theaters going to be uh they're in talks to hire a bankruptcy law firm uh amid this whole coronavirus shutdown they uh yeah they hired a bankruptcy attorney to begin filing chapter 11 they haven't done it yet but they most likely will because they had already right (laughs) not paid some of the people who they rented their facilities from yeah as of what the seventh i think they said they're not paying rent for anywhere that they have which is over 600 theaters they're like the biggest one in america aren't they yeah they are and so what we know about this is that they are probably going to file for chapter 11 and then there's like a whole bunch of like little ancillary things that you could pick and pull and pull together and see what's going on. But it might yeah. just be the fact that they're getting squeezed out because of the whole, just like um, the whole model of having movie theaters separated from the studios that release the theaters might not be a sustainable format anymore. Oh. Especially with everyone saying after the coronavirus, we're not going to go to movies anymore. I think that's bullshit. But. Yeah. You got to get out there and see movies, people. But um, yeah. if there was already talk about the Supreme Court decision of Paramount versus the United States being overturned, the thing that separated the movie theaters from the movie studios because they didn't want to monopolize the means of production. But, you know, with Netflix and all of that, it's basically a dead law anyway. But if they overturn that, then the movie theaters could move in. Like, if, like Disney moved in and bought AMC in Chapter 11 for pennies on the dollar then maybe we could get the price of our candy and Coke down a little bit or the price of the ticket down a little bit. You know, I mean, if this all kind of is perceived by the people you don't in think charge, the way I'm God? looking at it. That's the, that's the other part is then everything that we're, we're going to be force fed, whatever it is they want to put in there without having some hope of there being something to try to. Well, yeah. That. I mean, if, if AMC's bought by Disney and Edwards is bought by, you know, uh, AT and T, Time Warner, and some, and Comcast buys—I don't know—another one. 
they could all just show what they want. You could have your own Disney theater and then your Paramount theater and then your Warner Brothers theater and your Fox theater. I guess that's part of Disney. Corey just now. wants to save money on Bunch of Crunch. That was <laughs> Dude, the main thing that I heard. Mo- Well, you know what else? The Wanda Group. Okay, there's a there's another thing. The Wanda Group owns a majority stake, or they did till 2018, of American movie cinema, and they're a damn Chinese company. So I thought that was a little strange. And if the Americans can take that back, that'd be great. Now, I know Silver... Silver thing. No, there's a silver tree, silver branch. Who are those people? I, I know idea. nothing. Silver of Lake. Silver Lake go. Partners. Now, these guys came in and bought a bunch of shares from Wanda back in 2018. And so they're actually the majority owner now. But these guys, they're a um, mm, um, hmm. private equity firm type thing. And the other main thing that they own is um, the William Morris Endeavor, WME, which is also a well-known disaster because um, WME was supposed to go public and it had been growing forever and it had become like the monopoly of talent agencies for sports agents and actors over the last 10 years. And uh, when they they couldn't go public because they couldn't get the valuation and it was a whole fiasco and a lot of their investors backed out and they're having a hard time now. And then they're the value or the perceived value of everything that Silver Lake is holding is dropping. So Silver Lake might not have enough equity between all of its things to pay its bills, not just AMC. So that brings me back around to probably AMC is going to go into chapter 11 because the parent company of AMC doesn't have any means to sustain it. And then I'm hoping <laughs> I can get cheaper tickets, popcorn and candy and bunch of crunch when they overturn this law. It's a total disaster. They should totally do it. It's interesting though. The, the article here, it, they have a source that said, uh, cause they, the star lawyer from the firm is named Ray Schrock. And the source said that you don't hire Ray unless you are filing. Like you're not going to hire them at their hourly rate just to have a beer. <laughs> Speak for yeah. yourself, Tommy. I got money to wet my ass with. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they say it's early stages. That it's they're they. I'm sure they have to use the wording of like, oh, well, it's possible, and we're looking into it. But like, like they said, you know, you're not going to hire this firm unless you're going to do it. But the thing that's I driving guess. me bonkers about this, literally, a couple of months ago, and over the last summer. The past couple of months, they've been saying AMC is thriving. They're making so much money now because of the A-list premiere. And then this shit happens, and it's like, oh, maybe not. Well, it must have 20, been projected stuff, too. Yeah. 630 theaters, 25,000 workers, and all of those workers were furloughed on March 17th. Fuck. I mean, if you think about AMC, it's a bunch of crunch company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want to hear more about this. They don't get a lot of money from their ticket sales. They get all their money off of selling you overpriced pretzels, candy, and Coke. I mean, like, that's what it is. It's the squeeze. It's coming in. The ticket prices and the food prices are too high, and the demand is dropping. And now they're getting this this middleman, this artificial middleman that was created by big government. That was too political, but created by an overreach (laughs) of the government is squeezing the third-party person out, trying to bring the which is always what happens when there's a middleman. So you got to create a situation in which we can get back to a supply and demand chain directly between the consumer and the creator of the product. So 
You guys think I mean, Walmart get sells rid of bunch the bunch of crunch, crunch dealers? What? You think Walmart sells bunch? Of crunch? Oh, they do. They do. What I do before I want to try it. Is, I've never had bunch of crunch. Yeah, I you need buy to try for it out. Ninety nine cents. This guy is spending like seven dollars on it. I go to the fucking Walmart. And he bought two of all them. the stores. I have a car. I have fucking. I do. I have fucking car full of like bags of candy that I'm like ready to go to the movies for. I'm See, a fat fuck. You don't you don't pay the overpriced, do you? <laughs> no, I do. I get drinks all the time. Uh, like I was gonna say when you were saying that they overcharge for everything, I'm like, I don't want them to lower the price because they've already sculpted my sexy 280 pound body, <laughs> and if the prices go down, <laughs> I, I'm gonna be on my 600 pound life soon. Oh my goodness! Jeez. Wow. I, all right, I, you hear that? I still keep it. I don't want the, the experience to go away. You know, like I I I get what you mean by their. Changing that format, I feel like might work for some things, but in other ways, I don't want to have to have drive totally the other side of town, the other side of the valley, so I can see this other movie, only because it's owned by this other company, and that's the only reason why. Yeah, I feel like it's already tough enough, me going to an art house theater, because yeah. they don't have certain movies. Now I gotta go from fucking North Hollywood over to fucking Studio City, just to see, right, well, let's say North Hollywood to like... Calabasas to go see a Fox movie. Well, I, I mean, want that. I missed out on Art of Self Defense when it came out because it wasn't showing in any movies around uh, theaters near me. I mean, I live in LA. I already have to go from like the Valley to Santa Monica to Long Beach to see all of the tiny films that are playing around here. Because Wait, they, you go to LBC for movies? We never went together. Sometimes they show things only in the AMC Orange Thirty or only <laughs> in the LBC like Six or something. It's a strange, weird day when that happens. But most of the time, I'm in Santa Monica or mm-hmm. the Valley, over at the Limleys, or uh, or at a see, uh, Burbank that, Six. What was that Strangler yep. movie? The greasy, greasy strangler, strangler. <laughs> over at Cinefamily. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully they come to some court, some sort of agreement. I'm sure Disney will be like, "Hey, we have the biggest schlong in town. Why don't we all do it this way?" And then everyone will just fall in line. So maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying, Dennis. I'm just, I'm just hoping against hope they don't, you know do that there's i don't think i don't think that's in i don't think that's in their best interest even i i don't know for forcing you into a world where your choices are disney disney or disney you're gonna be we're already in that world financially beneficial to them but it's not uh, yeah but not everything necessarily is them i still i'm not gonna ever get my solid horror fix from from them you know like i'm not unless they bring back touchstone uh well yeah, but maybe, I mean, maybe there's going to be something underneath Fox that will finally start laying into that stuff. But but I mean, the question that I, I'm wondering here, even if they were to have their own theater and they can only play their movies, do you think they'd say, hey, we got a little bit of space. Let's bring in a movie that's hot right now. Let's get that big DC movie. Let's get Wonder Woman 84 here. Yeah, I feel like that. then that's going to be the only other thing they'll have is just the next biggest thing that isn't under their umbrella, which is like, well, that's already everywhere else and i don't know it's maybe it's nitpicky but it's i that, that's the that's my big fear of of that and hopefully it's not just totally locked down like well i guess we're only months like away to find out i mean happens. there's another the reality is they're probably going forward you know as time passes and we get farther away from like the 70s 80s and 90s the golden age of cinema you're probably going to see fewer theaters in general you know, yeah, probably gonna true. have to start driving more anyway. But um, how do you drive so fucking far to go to AMC? Well, Dennis, I'll tell you this: I know one way that you'll be able to get your horror fix. 
Oh, oh yeah. Tell me. If you tune into what Spyglass is going to be doing pretty soon. Oh. <laughs> Good transition. Right? Oh, and That's then we bring right. attention to it and ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently. Ooh, toasted. <laughs> Spyglass, they have this, their Hellraiser reboot, and they found their writer director team. Dennis, you want to take yes. over on that? Absolutely. The team behind the Night House, which was getting rave reviews at Sundance, is tackling this version of Hellraiser. Um, so, uh, the uh, David Goyer, one of the producers uh, from the Night House film, is writing the story with uh, uh, Keith Levine. So, the only name I know is David Goyer so far. Do you guys know the Night House? Or is this one? I'm, that's not, I'm not familiar with that one actually. But I um, saw the who directed it. Yeah, that, uh, David Bruckner. Yeah, um, I, I I did see VHS. That was a that was a interesting crazy I liked movie. VHS. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that thought, wasn't the, that more of an anthology though. Didn't different directors yes. do those? Or yes, David Bruckner was one of the directors in the um, among the pieces in VHS. I it doesn't it doesn't this uh, what I'm looking at here doesn't actually state which segments but i if if they were you know if they're on board for an idea like that then this is i feel like you know someone who's creative so i am I, intrigued by what this i uh, never saw hellraiser i was gonna say i've never seen any of the hellraisers i know there's like a box and i know pinhead but i know nothing is pinhead the first one. a good guy <laughs> no 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 okay. no oh there, you know what oh, what's that I'm sorry, I got confused. I thought we were talking about a racer head. Oh, <laughs> no. oh my god! So Which I haven't seen that either. I haven't seen that either. Yeah, I haven't what seen any classic horror. He's talking about yeah. So <laughs> hell yeah, Hellraiser. There is um, there is a Pandora's box item. There are these uh, de- there are these demons that represent all these fucking terrible things. Basically, they, they, they're trying to torture souls for eternity, and it's um, it has some really badass. Uh, Sounds like a good guy to me. Special effects. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the shots of people's flesh getting peeled back, and what's that you did in biology class with the frog, where you you pin back oh, the sections? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a what the one dude gets like vivisected in one scene. Oh, uh, I'm the, not watch that. <laughs> oh, it's it, it gets brutal, but then it's kind of hilarious because then there's some fucking really cheesy special effects that oh, are really bad, see. like this um, one character is getting chased down this tunnel um, by this giant crawling monster coming after, but you can see the tracks on the ground and you can see the feet of the grips pushing the the monster down the track and it's Isn't really that the awesome beauty? Isn't that the beauty of Clive Barker? Doesn't that guy push it to the limit with his gore and horror? Oh, it's uh, and and it shows. Like it's it's definitely there. Now, I got to admit it was one of those where that, that first time I watched the very the original one, um it didn't really hook me. It, I respected the 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 effects and that's always going to be something the visual style it has is really cool. And I totally get why there are a lot, you know, that is a series that stays alive but i'm i'm gonna be one of those assholes that's like hey i'll watch this remake i'm curious to see what <laughs> you would do different yeah. maybe Absolutely. maybe i'll be a fi- one of those yeah i'll be one of those freaks that's a fan of the remake and hates the original one that's me for everything <laughs> <laughs> there we go we'll be in good company then yeah it's- what's well 
That's interesting <laughs> stuff right there. I didn't know anything about that at all. So Dennis <laughs> is go. the only one who's seen this movie? Uh, Sounds yeah. like it. Wow. What, I remember, what, what, what I, would oh, you say? I, is it a red I remember light, walking a yellow in, light? I remember walking into my cousin's room. He lives in uh, He lived in New Jersey at the time. I was like maybe three or four years old, four or five, oh. something like that. Yeah. I was really young and he was watching Hellraiser in his room. And I think the reason why I never watched it is because when I opened the door, his reaction alone was just like, <laughs> no, no, get out. You can't see it. Like he was so like freaking out that I it was, was probably the sex scene. Just didn't watch I was going to say, it sounds like he was watching porn. <laughs> maybe. And, and not only that, but his room, was always like just terrifying to me from then on huh, i never okay. i couldn't go down into his room yeah Scarred. damn, damn. Yeah. what's next on the docket tommy all right well last up on the docket we on have the docket on the docket docket baby crack it like saying docket <laughs> Stop we it. got thor's looking for love yeah, Adam, I took that from you. Uh, Taika Waititi and Tessa Thompson tease details about Thor Love and Thunder on Instagram. Apparently, uh, the the two of them went on to a live uh, Instagram video. Thing. Yeah, it was a watch party. So uh, Watch party. Taika had the movie playing on a laptop. Yeah. He was- uh, on the screen and he was interviewing they were doing a zoom conversation shooting he had a the special shit. guest yep oh sorry that that's oh, all i want to say yeah he had a special guest uh and that was tessa thompson herself um and they i guess they hinted at details about thor love and thunder uh it's going to be the fourth installment of the thor franchise they have their script i guess or yeah they're like four or version. five drafts in right now yeah four or five drafts in and it's apparently what TT said. It's not going to be a run-of-the-mill movie. There's we're going to see our first LGBTQ uh, character in the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe. Two actually, be- two. Uh, because yeah, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie is going to be looking for her queen. And apparently, uh, the character that Taika plays, Korg, uh, the big rock creature. Uh, uh, Taika said he is also a uh, wait. Yes, but he said he's not going to be looking for love. Yeah, but he's he's out there, so I guess, yeah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> what I'm very excited about, uh, he went on record saying that this is going to be, like, the stakes that we were at in Thor Ragnarok, which was pretty fucking high because, yeah. again, spoiler alert, Asgard got destroyed. It got its ass pounded. Here you go. And, you said uh, Asgard again. <laughs> I, well, go fuck again, all right? Um, so anyways, but apparently the stakes are it's being raised in this gym. one. And and he said, if, we're just going with the craziest shit. It's like a bunch of, like, five- or 11-year-olds said, this should be in a movie. This should be in a movie. This should be in a movie. And that's going to be this movie. It's going to be bonkers, off-the-wall, crazy, crazy bullshit. And that's like what I Oprah. want. It's like Oprah. You get a car, and you yeah. get a car, and you get a car. All right. Cool. Well, and then I guess eventually uh, Tessa Thompson left the live stream watch party on instagram and then uh ytt in, welcomed mark ruffalo in bruce banner uh bruce banner uh, also known as hulk the hulk making ragnarok and uh looked like there is a photo here it looked like they were having some fun on on instagram and taika was he had his eye the top half of his head on the screen and mark ruffalo had the bottom half so it looked like it was one person talking even though it looks nothing like one person. 
Movie yeah. toast describing pictures in a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what what color eyes are Tyka's? Uh, That's it. We officially went off the rails. Okay. Yeah. Does, does Mark have nice clean teeth, or does he do, look like a smoker? Do we got anything else to talk about this week? I think that's uh, it on the news. Oh, I that think was... that's it. What a damn shame. Okay, everybody, you have a great night. Wait, guys, guys, guys. What? If your fans get at us on Instagram, Discord, fucking Twitter, fucking Reddit, Reddit at movie underscore toast, let us know what the fuck's up. Please. We love you guys. And stay, stay indoors. Toasty. Stay indoors. Stay healthy. I stay will go toasty. outside naked and do whatever I want. Him going outside naked and doing whatever he wants will keep everyone else inside, guaranteed. I'm doing my part for everyone, for the world. If you see a naked 280-pound guy running down the street, run inside and, and music. Walk.